This is Loudspeaker. Welcome to Connecting a Better World, where we spend time meeting some of the most incredible human beings who make this world a better place. We will learn how each individual took their ideas, mission, and purpose to create and serve others in business and organizations that surround social good, social entrepreneurship, and social impact, and find out how we, together, can further connect others to help. I am your host, Dr. Natalie Phillips. Today, I will be talking with Kelly Kurzenef, founder and president of GiveList for Good, a nonprofit organization and founder and CEO of GiveList, a universal wish list and all-purpose online gift registry, allowing users to connect and contribute to one another's lives simply and easily. GiveList also provides a vehicle for more direct and transparent giving of items to those in need or nonprofit organizations. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. We had made a quick connection on a new social media app called Clubhouse, and it's been so amazing to meet people that way and learn just a little bit about them. But I'm so excited to spend some time with you today and learn more about what you're doing. So, you know, tell me more about yourself and some of your background leading up to what you created with GiveList. Sure. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you taking the time to um, check us out and learn a little bit more. And um, I'm I'm happy to uh, share the story. So um, I grew up in a small town in Indiana. um, So I have kind of that Midwest upbringing. And then I moved to North Carolina, went to school there. And then I lived in Los Angeles. I was doing uh, marketing and advertising. So I think that's kind of uh, my where I'm at, um, as far as my expertise, but I moved away from uh, Los Angeles and came back to North Carolina, um, for a little bit. And, um, when I did that, it was really hard. I was starting my life over. I was kind of, um, starting a new chapter and I was leaving behind everything that I had built for 10 years in Los Angeles and loved. Um, but it was time to try to do something different. Um, and at the same time, uh, so many of my friends, um, and even family were, were getting married and having babies. And what I found myself consistently doing was, going to registries and buying things. And I was like, wow, this is super simple and easy. It's the easiest thing ever. I'm so happy that I get them what they want. But at the same time, it's a little heartbreaking because, you know, I have walked away from a situation where would have been potentially my wedding and my children. And so, you know, I'm I'm thinking to myself, you know, I I bet there are people out there that, um, you know, really would like to have their milestones celebrated or have feel that they're surrounded and uplifted by community. Um, whatever that might look like. Maybe you adopted a puppy or maybe you've got a job and you're super excited. These are things that we don't celebrate enough. And and to um, have a registry for something, let's say you move into a new house or something, people can kind of bless you with their support by sending unexpected gifts. And so that's where the, the, the kind of idea started. Um, I became super passionate about it um, a little bit further down the road because um, I ended up 
kind of getting concerned about the, the natural disasters um, that were taking place. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I've seen and I volunteered for places before and I've seen them receive um, items they didn't need while at the same time being desperate for certain things. And so I was like, you know, this whole this whole list of universal registry thing could be so powerful to people who really need specific things and not others. Um, and so, you know, I, I really didn't think about creating this myself. I just wanted to know why it didn't exist. I wanted to suggest it to someone. I wanted to find out how I could make this happen. Um, after a while of just kind of seeing the need um, continuously, I was like, I'm going to move on this, you know, and I did some market research and I, I got such favorable responses from people. Um, and I think the thing that kind of finally pushed me into taking it on was um, I lost my very dear friend of 27 years to cancer. And while she was going through that, um, there were people trying to help her, but she didn't necessarily have the strength or, um, you know, the ability to continually have conversations with people about what like was needed. So um, having a central area where people could go and say, hey, like, this is what she's requesting. Um, you know, she needs backpacks for the kids because they're starting up school and she's a single mom now and she, you know, so um, anyways, the, the compelling reason became more and more so until I was like not sleeping until I was like, I have to make this thing exist. So that's where we're at um, is I've been working on it now for three years um, and it's been self-funded. I have been kind of trying to find a frugal way to do it. Like I said, at first, I didn't want to fully embrace the idea of being an entrepreneur. I was like, this is scary. Who knows if I can do it? Um, but yeah. Yeah, we're here now. That's so interesting. Okay, so yeah, that was one of my questions was, how long have you been doing this? The other thing mm -hmm. too is, you know, I'm thinking about the lists and when people, and we can walk into, you know, how everything works because I'd love to learn a little bit more about it. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, as you kind of tell me about how GiveList as well as GiveList for Good, so I want you to kind of walk into that part, the yeah. nonprofit part as well. But how does it work? Like how does somebody actually set up a wish list and mm -hmm. Then when you go and like, let's say I'm somebody that wants to give uh, a gift off of their wish list, where does that take me? Is it all housed within the same area or does that take me to the actual store where they have the gift list mm -hmm. uh, or however it is? So, so walk me through how let's, let's say, let's not go into give list for good. We'll get there, but let's say mm -hmm. how just somebody makes a wish list and um, how somebody gives to that wish list as well. Right, right. So we are in the middle of kind of finishing up, wrapping up that MVP. And so in the meantime, um, you know, we don't have that many resources to put toward the development. And so we're trying to find the most minimal way to test how people are going to use it so we can build to what they need instead of build something and then maybe they use it or maybe they don't. Um, that's a waste of our resources and their time. Um, but so what we have right now for the MVP is very simple and the tool that is coming will be very simple. Um, it's simply go in, make a profile and you can add things to your list via a browser extension from anywhere you might be, um, or you can bring in things from existing lists. Um, and then, you know, for the person who's on the other side, the other user would be searching that person or searching even a general cause um, and find that list and then purchase something off of it. The address is already saved on the back end, so they don't have to know an address, which in itself is very helpful. Um, and the um, you know person gets the, the gift and can go back and forth and, you know, kind of be more transparent about, hey, thank you so much. I can share my story. Um, there's a space for that. Uh, those Some of those features are not 
currently what you see. Uh, we don't have the ability yet for people to go in or we, we haven't released the ability yet for people to go in and create their profiles because um, we don't have that backend fully built. And so if people were to start creating those wish lists, you know, it would start getting a little crazy. Um, and so that speaks to the next piece, which is um, kind of managing that um, we don't warehouse anything. We don't, um, you know, do much. It's extremely simple. We're, we're just a marketplace making that match of where people can go and say, oh, this is exactly what's needed. So they would essentially be, you know, transacting with us, but it would be Target or it would be, you know, Best Buy or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And um, so then let's walk into Give List for Good because is that mm -hmm. what is on the website right now with the yes. nonprofit organizations? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk a little yes. bit more about that as well. Yes. Okay. So um, in the beginning, uh, what I was mentioning about, you know, seeing natural disasters and wanting to help in that space. I am so passionate about it. I've worked for nonprofits for my entire life. I mean, I, I would ride my bike when I was six years old to the, the food bank, you know, um, I'm sorry, sixth grade. Let's not get crazy. Um, but <laughs> sixth grade, I would ride and, and, and it's been important to me. So um, the, <laughs> the um, ability to help out nonprofits is almost primary to me. Um, and so, yes, I want this to be something that builds and uplifts community, but if, if nonprofits need our resources, I wanted to go there. And, and they also have, you know, dedicated audiences who want to help and understand that if our product isn't fully built yet, they're helping us to build it for them. Um, and so it's not like having a user who's like, hey, what is this? You know, we're, we want there to be a, like a conversation and a community process. We want community ownership and we want community, you know, involvement in building. Um, and so, Give list being the tool where you can create the lists and get the things um, allows nonprofits to create their list and and individuals to create their list. So you're already doing good in that way. Um, but Give List for Good is a nonprofit where we also add in the capability of saying um, donate gifts in kind. So I have a ton of computers that we are no longer using, which actually happened at one of my jobs. Um, wh who needs those? Where do they need to go? And the reason that it's nonprofit is because, you know, shipping and logistics, it has to be covered in some way. Uh, we do have some, you know, revenue models to hopefully cover for that because we really want this to be effective for people. Um, but so that's the work that we're highlighting right now. We want people using it who aren't going to be disappointed that it's not fully built out. We want people who are going to say, hey, this is what I would love to see. Um, and as a bonus, they're getting what they need for themselves or for their organizations to help them. So that's that's kind of where we're focused at the moment. Yeah, and I think that what's really cool about it too, because I was checking it out, um, I was uh, a board member, well, I, I am a board member, but I recently left uh, for four different nonprofit boards. And one of the oh, wow. things that we were, yeah, struggling with was telling our story and then also um, making sure that the nonprofit was running. So with just little things like staples and, you know, all kinds of little things absolutely, um, and file folders, right. And everything like that. And so at one point we had um, uh, the nonprofit uh, founder give uh, the board members just a list of stuff. And we all went out on Amazon and just shipped it over to her house. Right. So it's very, very similar, but yes. at the same time, it was the board members also doing that for her. So the right. part that I absolutely love and that I was drawn into when I was looking at your website too, is you help those nonprofits tell their stories. You give them that space, that platform yes. where they can yes. tell their stories. So it doesn't have to be the board members that are also, you know, providing these supplies or whatever their needs are, but people that are looking at this site, they can learn about mm -hmm. nonprofits and learn about their stories and yes. more people are more likely to give, I believe 
believe when they actually know the story and not just like, yes. oh, yeah, okay, I kind of get it. So I'll, sure, I have some extra money here and there. But when you can right. actually identify and connect with the story, I think that that helps a lot. And I love that you're giving nonprofits this platform. So, you know, I, I interview a lot of nonprofits, you know, and um, if they're listening, how do they apply? I don't know if it's an application process or how do they get where they can get their nonprofit listed and start a list? Yes, we are so excited to have that up soon. Um, what what we've been doing is just taking um, the lists that people send us, um, you know, and putting them in ourselves and then promoting those with our users and with people within our network. And, you know, we don't, we haven't promoted any of this. This is all kind of under the radar. It's been just kind of, we're, we're, we're testing use, you know, um, but we've had so many people respond so well and, um, you know, want to help and, and, what you said about being um, transparent and seeing the process in the story, it's also being involved in the story, right? So um, there was a person who, um, one of the unhoused people um, who has you know, lost a tool that they use to make their money, right? It was stolen. And so to replace that tool so that they could, it's a tattoo artist, but um, to replace that tool so that they can continue to make money. Because here's the thing about the unhoused um, population in Charlotte. Um, the tent city has grown since COVID. Um, and there are people getting up from their tent and going to work in the morning and then returning home to that where it's 30 and 40 degrees at night and going to sleep and then doing work in the morning again. And, um, you know, I, I can't fathom, um, that, that situation. Um, well, I, I can't, I don't want it to be the case. Um, so, um, We've had a lot of interest and a lot of people very excited about those specific needs, covering those specific needs and and, um, and helping people kind of get back on their feet um, out of a situation. And um, there, one of the great things that you said was that um, most nonprofits are just born and driven on passion. And so you've got these people who will find anything and turn it into something to use. You know, they're so scrappy. They're so resourceful. Um, you know, you've got people who are like, I could use some paper, some printer paper, you know, and that's the kind of needs that they need fulfilled. And there are people out there that don't understand that, you know, and it's like, we could use our money for bigger, bigger, like, you know, helping people to pay their rent or help, you know, bigger things. If we had these things that people throw away and yeah, I've moved twice out of big corporate offices. And when we left the things that were left behind, it was painful to see, you know, um, chairs and couches, whiteboards. Um, I think of teachers who have to buy all their own supplies, you know, highlighters, endless amounts of paper, um, ca filing cabinets, plants. Um, and so, you know, finding a way to connect the people with the need to the people who have the thing um, and just make it super efficient. I mean, it's not rocket science. We're just telling the story and letting people respond. Um, but so, that's yeah. the best thing though, yeah, is that you saw a need and you saw a solution to fill that need, right? And that's what it's all about. So, you know, I kind of want to back up just for a second because I, I love asking this question too. And, you know, looking back at your life, did you have a role model or somebody that inspired you to have this heart to give back? That's so interesting. Um, so I had a relatively rocky start. Um, my parents were very young when they had me, I think like 16 and 17. And um, so there was a lot of kind of just growing up and figuring it out on my own. Um, and I love them. I have no, you know, but, but there were a lot of hard times. And so I think the person that kind of shone through for me was my grandmother. And um, she was, you know, Irish immigrants. She was just very, um, you know, I think they were like potato farmers or something. And she's just very um, down to earth. She lived through the depression. Um, 
there's not a thing you would look at her and be like, why don't you need anything for yourself? She just didn't. And so um, she found a way to be complete and to be happy with just every day. And her focus was on including and uplifting everybody around her. And, you know, that was one of actually my role models for inclusion as well, because she was always protecting if there was a situation where there was like an underdog or there was someone not being hurt, she would specifically create space for that. And And um, that was really, really important to me because at at some point in all of our lives, we really need that. And we need someone to do it on our behalf. And um, her desire to hear someone, uplift them, supply and give support to them um, really, really was probably the thing that influenced me. And her happiness just having not a lot, you know, I mean, because you're not striving to have things. You're concerned about relationships and your community. She was community, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you know, for people who are listening and they'd love to help you push the needle forward, you know, I it sounds like you're still building a lot, you know, and I don't know if you need a lot of help. Like how what kinds of, of help would you need at this point? Right. Um, so I think that we are starting to put together an advisory board. And um, we recently realized that there is an entire group of people out there that are impact investors and that, um, you know, look for the difference that's being made. Um, when I first started kind of pitching this a little bit, I wasn't I've never really fully pitched it out there, but I kind of told people about it. And the people that um, I was speaking to, like, I kind of didn't get it, you know. And then I, I spoke to some people who, you know, were interested in impact. And they were like, wow, because the idea is you make money and you are profitable and you make returns for people, but you, you put that all back out into the community. And what's so important about that is that not only does it strengthen the community, but you get better returns. Your, you know, your profits are better. Your employees are happy. Things are so sustainable. And so I'm, I'm really excited about some of the moves that are being made in that um, for benefit and B Corp and public benefit corporation, all of that, um, you know, conscious capitalism. I recently just started learning that that was a really like a thing that has momentum and I couldn't be more excited. So the people in that space, I would like to start connecting with more um, to understand. Um, I'm kind of interested in finding out the metrics and um, you know how me- it's being measured, how that impact is being measured and what's important to people. I have kind of the, a little bit of like a scholarly interest in, in this space and, you know, the social space. And um, so an advisory board would be incredible to start speaking with people who could really just help um, us figure out how to be super impactful and continue what we're doing in a business sense. Um, awesome. So you just that's good to move know. forward. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, and you know, I don't know since you're since you're fairly on the new side, but do you have any stories or have anything that you know just pushes you to keep going to give back this way? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have so many stories because it, it, pr- even prior to Give List, I was doing nonprofit. Um, and so um, you just don't know until you're there experiencing it, how heartwarming and how much you get back from the interactions where you are part of a community. And, you know, that's probably amplified for me because I, I love community. Like that's my favorite thing is building community. Um, and so um, when I go and I see people respond and like you in the eye and tell you thank you. And that is, it's so hard. It's like recharging a battery. Um, but I will say like in specific stories, I think the one most recently that stands out, um, we have been uh, working with a 
Block Love is the name of the organization, um, Uptown Charlotte. And if I can give a shout out, Miss um, Deborah, who runs Block Love. Okay, when we decide who to support, we find people who are out there and who are doing it and who are are making are effective and really know what they're doing, love what they're doing, are in that because their heart is in it. Um, she has been out since the pandemic started every single day, um, bringing breakfast and hot lunches and you know dinner and you know and so we've taken you know a couple carloads of. Uh, you know, hygiene items that were donated and, you know, people were donating purses to kind of give to the ladies and like filling them with things, Um, food, hot food. We've gone down and and done that, but she has been there. And she, um, even recently, they wrote up, uh, I think in one of the the city papers or something, um, they were saying, if you want to be effective in tent city, talk to her because she knows. And here's the story I'm going to tell you as to why. So um, we were down there one day and handing out, you know, some food. Um, and I haven't even been able to interact as much as I want. And I'm already still blown away with what they've done. Um, but we're handing out some food. And the woman beside me uh, was like, oh, hey, he doesn't get that because he's diabetic. And I was like, they know the people they're serving. They look out for these people that they previously didn't know. And so now it's family. And that is so strong and so important because there's a lot of things and um, there's other stories of it as well, where, you know, uh, someone got a um, donation, but it was the, the, the note that was attached that made them tear up. Or it was the, it's the connection of knowing your community supports you. It's the connection of knowing that someone's out there literally taking their time and reaching out their hand and they're going to, you know, make sure you're okay. And so the personal connection more than anything else is what matters. And so we want to support organizations that really are out in it. They know who they're serving. They're helping them from a a soul and family capacity, you know, as much as possible. Um, And so I have so many stories, but Deborah, the recent one is that she's just really, really shining out there. So. And I see that, you know, it's such uh, a nice, like what you said, a connection to the community. But, you know, I see this, I I can't wait till it's so much bigger where a lot of people can make connections in their own communities. You know, I know it's really easy to start where you are because that's where you, that's where your heart wants to to help out first. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I, I love that you're making it strong there first and that you're going to, you know, hopefully build it out to be a little bit bigger. And I think that it will because it's such a great opportunity for both. Well, not just, I mean, I'm always thinking about the nonprofit side, but even the mm-hmm. other side where you were think where you were saying in the beginning that not a lot of people think about, like if you're going through cancer treatment or teachers, mm-hmm. you know, even I know teachers can make um, Amazon gift lists, but yes. that's all and you have to choose yes. on Amazon. Right. And it's exactly. Not yeah, everything that they really want, but they're trying to find something because that's one of the places that you can do right. that. But, right. you know, opening it up to so many other vendors or, you know, other areas that can be resources for people who actually need it. And they don't have to, you know, especially teachers. I mean, teachers are huge, but yes. they don't have to dig in their right. own pockets because you know they will, right? To mm-hmm. be able to provide everything mm-hmm. possible. Um, oh, this is just so exciting to learn um, about this so early on. And I, I mean, it's going to be such an incredible, I, I can't, I'm going to have you back on when you're like, oh, <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. I, I would love that so much. I mean, our whole thing is just 
supporting the people who are doing these amazing things already. And, you know, those people are the glue. It's exactly like what you said. And these are, these are the, the things they're doing can't be measured. You don't know that that one person and that one conversation changed the trajectory of someone's life or you don't know. And that has happened. I mean, we have millions of stories of that. Um, but you, you don't know that without this service in their life, things would be way different and might spread into the rest of the community and, and be a problem there. So it's like, these are the unsung heroes. You've got, you know, people being paid not very much to do um, incredibly important jobs for our society. And so uplift them, support them. One of the things really quick is um, the teacher list of, for Donors Choose, it's, you know, you buy something for the classroom and for Amazon wish list, um, it's actually really difficult sometimes to find the things you want on Amazon. I know that's really strange because they've convinced us they have everything under the sun and they've done a great job marketing that. Um, but, but I've gone to make a, a couple lists and I'm like, wait, it, you know, there are a lot of things you can't find. So um, what I thought was really cute was that um, someone in Fort Wayne, which is where I'm from, made um, some Amazon lists that were for teachers. And they were kind of like, you could put personal things on there like, hey, I would really like to get my nails done. Like I need a like a, a spa day break. Like and, you know, and especially like in, in COVID, it's like there's so much going on and people are just trying to, you know, be nice to each other and help out. And it's okay kind of to say like, I need a little help. I need a little break. And so, um, you know, providing something for people, just mental wellness and just, just saying, Hey, and this is the thing, unexpected kindness. Yeah. One of the most impactful things is just not knowing somebody out there was, was going to do that, not expecting anything, not knowing, but they just drop a blessing on you. And that changes your whole day. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's happened to me and I'm just, you know, I, I was in tears. Just someone, I ran to my car because I didn't have enough money. I came back, they had paid for it already. And I was just like, oh my God. You know, and it's it's really just knowing that you are, there's social capital. You're, you have a, we hear all of this bad news so often. And, uh, you know, it takes us three times to hear good news to kind of recover from the bad things because we fixate on that bad news, you know, because it's a threat. Um, so just more and more of this, we are a community, we support each other, let's do this, you know, and I just cannot wait until that is something yeah. that's, being highlighted and supported because it's easy. You know, this is not, this is not a hard thing. You know, I talk to a lot of, you know, heart-led, service-led entrepreneurs. And, mm -hmm. you know, we joke that, oh, you know, yes, you're going to come back when you um, are global and it's going to be so much fun <laughs> to see where this went. But, you know, I know deep down inside, and I, for me anyway, and I don't know if it's like this for you, but I'm always of the mindset of, you know what, if it just reaches or helps one person done, like I, I would do it, you know, and, right. um, and it's worth it. And so you already have done that. I mean, in your community. So it's like check mark done. You could walk away at this point. Right. Um, so it is, it's just so amazing to, to hear that you're doing that. Um, and it's going to be exciting, like I said, to, to watch your journey as well. Thank um, you. So, yeah, you know, I always like to still, you know, ask another question because you're out there doing it and, you know, you've got so much experience, so much wisdom in your own, you know, space and area, but you being an entrepreneur and somebody that started a nonprofit organization, you know, what might be one piece of advice that you can share with my listeners that are tuning in about just how they can make this world a better place? Wow. Yeah. So, um, I recently, and I actually hear this a lot, um, like you can't help everyone, um, but it's just like what you just said. If you help one person who then goes on to help 20 people or goes on to help another person who helps 20 people, because the way I see it is this, um, it's 
I used to be a, a server. And when I would get tips, I realized like a lot of people were in the middle of the road. Some people were terrible and some people were incredible. And the incredible people made up for almost all the rest of anything else that happens. And I feel that in society, that's a lot of that as well. You've got these people that are bad actors and they do the majority of really bad things. You know, and you, there's a lot of people who are right in the middle and they just live their lives and they're just trying to be the best they can. And then you've got these people who are just so dedicated to fixing and healing and rebuilding. And they are, they are the builders, the creators, the connectors. If you support those people in what they're doing, you're amplifying the good. Like it's, it's, it's extraordinary. So to find those people and highlight those people and, and help them do that work, you're, it's exponential what you can do. So, um, so I guess what I'm saying is, you know, always do the thing where you're helpful because like you said you, you have no idea how many people from that will benefit um, even if just that one person you know that's that's worth doing um, and where your heart leads you you know just just follow that you know and and a lot of people give advice all of the time you should be doing this you should be doing that da, 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 da. and I find that in this space um, you are the what you understand from inside you the the giving that you feel that's that's part of who you are and that's directed by a certain sense of purpose however it got there follow that trust your instincts keep going and know you know each each single day helping anybody that you can throughout that day is going to spread massive good you know so that's a long-winded answer but <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. And I love the way you explained it too. And you're so humble too, because you're right. I mean, you're right. There's so many people giving advice here and there. You know, I love to hear advice because I'm always, you know, I'm like a sponge. So I like to take it all in, but I love the way that you explained it. And I love, you know, in fact, I love it because it's kind of like the butterfly effect or the ripple effect, but it was in your own words. And, and I love that, you know, whatever that you have inside that makes you have this kind of drive to do it, to just get out and do it. So I love mm -hmm. that. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. I, I appreciate your time a lot. And I'm, I'm so excited, like I said, to, to watch how this unfolds and to learn about what's out there and what you're growing. And thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you. I, I'm so happy to be here. I appreciate you. I love the sign in the back. Be the good. Keep please doing what you're doing. It's amazing. You're, you're highlighting the voices and that's what we need. I appreciate you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Connecting a Better World and thank you, NOCO FM, for supporting this show. If you connected to something in this episode, we would love to hear from you. Our contact info will be listed in the show notes as well as you can reach us on our social media channels. Please feel free to share our podcast with your friends and loved ones. For more shows, please tune in to noco.fm online. This is Loudspeaker.